Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hoosier Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Jacobs. Along with us today is Matt Weaver, recruiting expert from Pugues.com. A big weekend for Indiana this past weekend in recruiting leading up into what uh, is looking like a huge uh, June for Indiana football. Uh, before we get started, we have a word from our friends over at Bet Online. Um, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now on pro basketball and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.ag has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. Uh, and in baseball, if baseball is your f- first love, BetOnline has you covered as well. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, BetOnline has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup. BetOnline has you covered for all the odds and real-time updates and is the place for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website or use your mobile device and bring home the game with BetOnline. Well, Matt, welcome. Welcome back to the show. Uh, How have you been? I've been okay. How have you guys been? How you been? We, we've been uh, we've been we've been doing well. TJ, his his wife's been teaching uh, long hours, so he's on uh, he's on kiddo duty. Um, hopefully, not too much duty on kiddo duty, but he's on kiddo duty uh, during these shows. So uh, hopefully, he can join us uh, soon uh, and, and join us as well. But a big weekend for Indiana football, uh, Matt. How significant is Desan McCullough committing to Indiana? Well, I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's the highest ranked recruit, um, at least in, with the 247 sports uh, recruiting history, the highest rank they've ever gotten as a commit. Um, you know, he's, this is a guy that he was kind of uh, the ringleader for Ohio State. Not, not that Ohio State really needs a ringleader to get recruits, but you know, him and, you know, a couple other guys were really kind of leading the charge of trying to build their 2022 class. And now he comes over to Indiana and, and <clears throat> you know, obviously brings um, brings instant recognition and, and a guy that has a lot of uh, uh, charisma and knows a lot of uh, the, the players in the 2022 class and, and is really well respected. So, it, you know, I, I called on our board. He's kind of the Pied Piper now of the Indiana class. So, um you know, it's 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 a monster get. It's it's kind of hard to to, uh, to quantify because of just how, you know, how uh, the perception that it is for Indiana football to get a guy. It's not obviously with his dad being a coach, they had the ends there. But the bottom line is, is you know, they were able to get him to flip from one of the best programs in the country and and join their class. All right, we have TJ along with us now as well. Uh, TJ, how exciting is it to get to 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 get a guy like Desan McCullough, and not only that, you have all three McCulloughs as well. Uh, how have you been? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for letting me hop on here, and Matt, thanks for joining us. Um, I think it's 
really important just from a uh, first and foremost from a perception standpoint. Uh, like Matt said, I think it's it's going to really be telling as guys start to visit in June that you already have a top 75, top 50, depending on who you look at, uh, recruit already in the fold. Um, it, it's He said, uh, McCullough said in his kind of uh, interview, I think it was Steve Wiltfong of 247, that, uh, you know, he felt that maybe others were a bit hesitant to be the first big name to pull the trigger for Indiana. Uh, so he went ahead and went first, thinking that that's going to push others to, to join him. Uh, we'll see if that ends up being the case, but I use in great position with a number of guys, uh, two that have, you know, kind of publicly on social media commented, uh, hinting towards this kind of, they were already in really strong with IU, Zane Durant and Mons, uh, Kellen Mons. Um, they were already in James Mons. Yeah. Not the quarterback, James Mons, um, defensive back that, was high up on IU's priority list. IU was already, you know, in very good position. This certainly can't hurt. And maybe other guys are out there that are going to be like that when they visit in June. Perhaps that's another kind of checkmark for Indiana. Matt, going back to this weekend, um, you have Desan McCullough, you have Della McCullough II, and you have Dea McCullough. Was this expected when you brought in Dellen McCullough to be running back coach, or is this just the stars lining up the right way? Uh, because it seemed like Desan was set on Ohio State until Dea and Dellen the second uh, decided to commit to IU, and and Dellen the second committed, I believe, on Saturday. Uh, a transfer from Miami of Ohio who played safety. He played three games over the last two seasons. Uh, now Miami of Ohio didn't play that many games uh, in total, but um, just how much of it was, Hey, this is, this could happen or it was just the, the stars aligned and, and playing um, for your father alongside your two brothers was too good to pass up. I think the stars aligned. I don't think when, when um, Mike Hart left and, and the running backs jobs open, if you remember, uh, you know, Tom Allen said it was, um, it was uh, Dylan McCullough who who reached out to him and said, "I'd be interested in the job." You know, I don't I don't think Tom Allen really thought that you know a guy like that would be interested in this job because of where he was at, but he was. And then, you know, I you know I think Day Day McCullough, the the, the 2023 DB, I think Indiana was kind of always a school he wanted to go to growing up in Bloomington. I think he just kind of had a connection to it. And then, you know, I think I saw where I think uh, Dylan the second said you know, he wouldn't even consider leaving Miami, Ohio, if his dad wouldn't have gone back to Indiana. So, you know, I think the stars kind of line. I don't think, you know, obviously when you're Tom Allen and you start, you know, think about bringing in a deal McCullough's running backs coach and you see his son, you know, maybe you're like, you kind of daydream about it, having the chance to, to coach them, but you know, you don't hire him for that. It's just that those are just bonuses. I mean, you know, even if he had uh, three girls and they weren't football players Dylan McCullough would have been an outstanding hire because of how good of a coach he is. So this is just kind of the the the, the uh, whipped cream and cherry on top of a really good you know Sunday because if you get, you get his sons. But you know Dylan, the oldest one, um, you know his senior year, he <clears throat> excuse me, he got hurt. I think if he doesn't get hurt, he probably gets some more Power Five offers. I think that cost him some recognition. Um, he had changed schools because his dad went from LA to uh, to Kansas, Kansas City. 
Um, you know, I think this is a guy who, who can come in and help him out at safety. And then obviously, you know, uh, Desan and Day are, are both two of the top players in the country in their class. So I think the stars align. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's really good. Um, you know, Indiana football has not had a lot of good fortune over the years and good luck and things kind of uh, line up for them. And they were in, in, in the situation that lined up perfectly for them. Uh, Desan is kind of a tweener in between positions. I think he fits perfectly at that bull position. Where do you think that IU is going to play him throughout it? You know, either beginning his career, he's only 225 pounds or 220 pounds now, but he has a big frame at 6'5". Where do you see him fitting into the IU defense? I, I think he comes in as a senior linebacker. Um, I do think Bull could be a possibility if he, if he, you know, obviously, like you said, he's got a big frame. He's already 220 as, uh, you know, he's, he's not even yet to his senior season. Um, so he could get bigger. But with that athleticism, if you watch some of his highlights, I mean, there's one where he, like, rushes towards the quarterback. The guy flips the ball 20 yards over his head, and he runs back and picks it off. I mean, just freakish, freakish athletic ability. Um, you know, to me, the Bull position would be great but it does kind of limit you to where, to what, you know, they have you do. I think at Stinger, you can move them around a lot more. You can do different things with them. Um, so if it's me, I would try like crazy to keep him as a linebacker, but if he grows into a really good bull, uh, a stand up rush end um, who could also drop into coverage, then, um, you know, that, that's not a bad deal either, but I think they'll start him out at Stinger and then just kind of see what happens with his body physically once he gets with the strength staff at IU and, and see how big he gets. Moving on, uh, let's talk about June here in a second. We got one more word from our friends over at uh, at Bet Online. Uh, if it's that time of year again, pro basketball is is uh, heading into the playoffs. The Knicks are twelve and zero against the spread the last twelve games, uh, and have won nine in a row. Uh, in the start of the Major League Baseball season, Bet Online has all the betting action. In the NBA, the conference races are heating up as teams prepare to make their run for the playoffs. Uh, if baseball is your first love, Bet Online has you covered. If you love hockey, golf, MMA, and championship boxing, Bet Online has it all. Every sport, every game, every matchup, Bet Online has you covered for all the odds and real time updates and is the place to be for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place and check in on all your favorite sports bets all the time. Head to the website, which is betonline.ag, or use your mobile device and bring home uh, the game with BetOnline. Uh, Matt, recently it was brought up that um, the dead period in recruiting has ended, and it will end around uh, on June 1st. Indiana has, it looks like, according to your site, 25 official visits set up for June starting, I believe, the 11th. Uh, and going every weekend after that, how big is June going to be for Indiana football recruiting? That's going to be huge. And, and there's probably actually a few more. I, there is a few more. I haven't put the dates in because I haven't confirmed them, but there's a, there's a two or three other guys that, that um, I expect to visit um, some really good prospects. But if you look at the list, um, I haven't counted recently, but I think at one point I, there was uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, four stars or something like that. I mean, and a lot of guys who are right on the cusp of a four star, they've got um, they've got a ton of good guys coming in. I mean, there is obviously the 18th looks like kind of the big weekend, 13 guys, a lot of their top guys. I mean, Jacoby Spells, I'm looking at right, Richard Thomas, 
uh, DJ Moore from Fort Wayne Snyder, um, uh, Jalen Marshall, um, Travell Mullen, Kai Stokes doesn't even have a rating right now. And he just picked up offers in the last week from like Alabama, LSU, I think Georgia. I mean, he is just blown up a safety from uh, Armwood High School in Sneffner, Florida, which Tom Allen has ties to that school. So uh, it's going to be big. And obviously the dead period ending is great for everybody, but I think it's really important for an Indiana because to sell what you're selling, the, the, the family atmosphere, the camaraderie, the LEO mentality, you really got to get guys on campus and get them in person with the coaches and the players so they can feel it. I mean, virtual visits are nice and Zoom calls are great, but it's just not the same thing as being there and being around somebody in, in person and getting the vibe right there, uh, you know, with the coaches and players. So um, now you've got a guy, uh, Desan McCullough, who – is one of the best players in the country, as, as TJ mentioned, and, you know, ranked 50th, I think, on our site, um, at least in the composite, um, who can, you know, he can be another recruiter and he can be there all the time. I'm obviously, you know, he's just down the road. His dad's an assistant. So it's almost like he's going to be having like three, three official visits or four official, however many weekends they use. He can be there with all these guys and hang out with them and, and really, and really recruit them. And I've, I've heard, you know, not specific names, but I've heard this is really, turned up the heat um, with some guys. This is guys have taken notice and things are picking up. I mean, they were Indiana's in great shape with a lot of really good players, but this has even made it even more so because of <clears throat> how big it is to get a guy like Desal McCullough and, and just how legitimate it is to get a guy of his stature in your class. TJ, anything to add? Matt, yeah, Matt, as it kind of looking – Throughout positions, I mean, you're always interested in what's going to happen at quarterback. Uh, you know, kind of two questions, I guess. The first one, uh, where do you think IU stands for quarterbacks? Where are their priorities? And where's the mutual interest line up with guys uh, for that all-important position? Even though Indiana looks, you know, pretty well-stocked for that group here for the near future, but uh, you always want to add someone in that class, uh, each class. So, a quarterback, and then second, kind of who are the uh, white whales, if you will, the, the top guys on Indiana's board, as far as you know, uh, that the fans maybe keep an eye out that IU's got a legit shot with. One that immediately pops to my mind because I've seen him several times is Caden Curry, one of the best players in the country, regardless of position, uh, if it were up to me. But I think he's a, a long shot, but – you know, McCullough getting a guy like that, does it make some of these large targets uh, at the top of IU's board, does it make them a bit more possible uh, and allow IU fans to maybe dream? Well, somebody on our board posted a screenshot of, I think it was from Instagram or something. I, I um, you know, it's hard to keep up with all the different social media where Caden Curry, um, you know, uh, reply, I think it was on Instagram to Desal McCullough's commitment uh, post. Um, and it looked positive. I mean, I think it does. You know, I have heard that Ohio State is the leader for him. I've heard, though, if there was a list, um, Indiana would probably be second. They would be right there in the mix. Now, Ohio State's got a pretty wow. firm lead right now. But, um, you know, maybe this changes it. Maybe this tips it a little bit more in Indiana's favor. You know, I think uh, Joe Strickland would be another guy that, you know, you talk about a white whale. He'd be, he'd be a big one. Um, Travell Mullen and Jacoby Spells, two guys I mentioned just a minute ago, probably the top two targets at corner, uh, Jalen Marshall, D lineman, 
DJ Moore, the O-lineman from Snyder I talked about. Richard Thomas is the number one target at, at Bull, at the uh, Bull defensive end. Uh, Nigelic K Kelly, I hope I'm saying that first name right. Um, he's from down in Florida. I think Fort Lauderdale, if I'm not mistaken. Just decommitted from Florida State. I expect him to visit. Um, uh, I'm, I expect him to visit uh, in June. Uh, you know, I don't know the date for that yet, but I've heard he's going to visit. He would be another Bull guy that they really like. Caleb Artest. Uh, Greg Gaines, a receiver from Tampa Bay Tech, the same high school as Michael Penix. Um, you know, there's a, there's other guys. I mean, pretty much uh, most of the guys in June, pretty much every guy is a guy that's at the top of their list. Now, there may be some guys who are fall right fall behind another guy. Like, you know, Cam Robertson's coming the 25th. He's a, a bull, a bull a recruit, bull target for that bull defensive end position. He would fall behind some of the other guys, but he's a guy that, you know, if they have a spot, and he wants to come on board, you know, he, they probably would take him. So there's a lot of good players, but those are some of the ones. I mean, you know, obviously the in-state guys and some of these Florida guys. As far as quarterback, I think after they kind of fell out of it with Taven Jackson, they kind of reassessed things. They've offered here recently. They've offered – they had offered they had offer out to Chad Maskell from down in Florida for a while. They offered um, Josh Hoover from down in Texas. And then they also offered – I think it's Connor Harrell from Alabama. I would say probably those are the three guys. Uh, right now that they're they're probably in the best shape with and, and they, they seem to be targeting the most I mean you know unless there's an under the radar guy I haven't I don't know about that that they're getting ready to offer or, or have offered but those seem to be the three guys that are uh, you know probably the best options right now now you know how soon they could commit you know I mean there's been some rumors that they might be getting the quarterback commit you know we'll see if that's the case quarterbacks commit earlier but these guys haven't had a chance to visit so you know will they try to wait yeah. till June or Will they try to jump on sooner? That's that's the question that you know it, you know remains to be seen. But I would say those are probably the top three guys right now. And like you said, quarterbacks in pretty good shape. You'd like to get one, but you don't want to just take one to take one because you know you're not due to lose anybody. Now, obviously, with transfer portal, guys could get you know itchy and move on. But right now, your quarterback position, even with you know obviously you got some injuries, but for the next couple of years, your quarterback position looks pretty pretty solid. Matt, yeah. speaking of guys yeah. who – go ahead, TJ. Yeah, I just – I comment on Masco real quick. I mean, I, I'm certainly not an expert, but I really do like his tape quite a bit. Um, just the, the highlights that you see, you know, you're looking at the traits, and he seems to have traits that I think would fit Indiana's offense really well. Uh, and then you look at offer lists, and he's got a pretty good one. So, um, Masco, I, I think, would be a, an interesting guy. You mentioned Joe Strickland as well. Um what, what stands out to me is IU appears to be in a good position of strength for uh, a lot of players along the defensive front, uh, which is traditionally a position that is really hard to recruit. It, it's hard to find really good defensive linemen, uh, and Indiana appears to be in a, a very good position with a number of those players. Uh, is that Kevin Peoples? Is that Tom Allen? Uh, is that maybe some other guys, a, a whole staff approach? Uh, do you have any insight as to why it, it, and maybe it's just me reading too much into it, but it looks on the outside that IU is doing a really good job so far with a number of high-profile defensive linemen. Yeah, just counting the visitors in June, I counted seven guys that are basically defensive linemen, whether DNs or D tackles, and that's not counting Nigella Kelly. Uh, who would make eight. So you're talking about a, about a third of your visitors are, are from the D-line. I think it's, it really it's a case-by-case case basis. For, like a Joe Strickland, it's probably more Tom Allen because they were recruiting him before Kevin Peoples came on board. Yeah. 
people like Caleb, the kid out of um, from uh, from Sammy's neck of the woods up there. Uh, you know, he goes to St. Francis Prep, and I think it's in Queens. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sammy, but I think it's in Queens. Um, but he's the guy that's developed a great relationship with Kevin Peoples. Um, you know, uh, Richard Thomas is more KCT Garden because he coaches the Bulls, and that's also his area of uh, Florida that he recruits. Um, but it's really, it's more case by case. Jalen Marshall's got a great relationship with Kevin Peoples. Um, you know, just looking at some of these guys, Zane Durant, Kevin Peoples. I mean, they were, I think they recruited a little bit before, but and Jason Jones, Jason Jones recruits the Orlando area for IU. Uh, Jamari Lyons is down there in South Florida. I think he's a tea garden area recruit, but also Peoples would be involved as a position coach. So it's kind of case by case, but I think Kevin Peoples has come in and done a good job with some of the guys they, they started getting on here in the last, you know, six, nine months or whatever. And then, uh, maybe even a little bit longer than that, but some of these guys were kind of before. I mean, I'd say Joe Strickland's probably the one guy from before, but even he's developing a good relationship with Coach Peoples and, and you know, getting that rapport going. But it, it's, you know, Indiana really team recruits when it comes to, I mean, they have a lot of guys, you know, I mean, I, I remember when they recruited Michael Penix, they sat down like seven, eight coaches, and there were guys from the defensive staff. I mean, they just sent a bunch of guys into, for, for the in-home visit to try to convince them, and obviously it worked. And they'll do that with guys. They'll send four, five, six, seven coaches, and sometimes guys who are on the other side of the ball, just to show them, you know, this is even though we're offense defense, this is one big, huge family, and 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 I think it's an approach that really works, and and it's so far so good, you know, since Tom Allen's been the coach. Matt, if you had to choose or predict the next IU commit, uh, what's your gut feeling on who pulls the trigger next? Well, I think some of it will be, <clears throat> excuse me, some of it will be who visits, but you know, I, they're in great shape with Richard Thomas. Um, he's a really, he, this is a, I've talked to Richard. He's a, he's listed six two two fifty five, And that's what's interesting about the bowl position. Coach Warren talked about this during spring ball. You can have guys that are going to be about 235, 240, all the way up to 255, 260. They're going to have a really, an interesting mix of guys, depending on what, you know, maybe the situation or who you're playing or the down and distance, but Richard is uh, from American Heritage to Fort Lauderdale. It's a good program. Just a great, great kid. I mean, uh, if he comes to Indiana, people are going to love him. He is just a really uh, a special young guy, and it was so much fun to talk to him. I mean, when you talk to as many guys as I do, some guys stand out. Caleb Artes is, a, is another one, um, you know, that I, I'm not saying he's going to commit next, but another great guy. But I would say I like Richard Thomas. I think James Mons is another guy they're in great shape with. You know, I've heard they're really, really strong with Travell Mullen. Um, and Travell Mullen is, is – uh, Jacoby's spells are really tight. They're both from down the same area. And Jacoby is from the same high school as Richard. So, you know, I think if you can get one of those guys, you could probably get a little bit of a snowball set going and maybe get all three of them because they're tight. They're wow. all from the same area. Um, and, you know, you know, if you get Jacoby spells and Travell Mullen, your, your cornerback position is absolutely – absolutely locked up for the next three or four years. I mean, those two guys are, they're, they're just, they're studs. Um, so, and then obviously you, you, there's other South Florida guys, these guys kind of, you know, they kind of band together and there's a real, um, you know, there's a real. So if you can get three or four of them, I can join me, you know, we're going to make, I mean, you get some of these guys, and you're talking. I think we we keep losing Matt. He keeps going in and out. That Indiana talking. I'm sorry. You got? Do you hear me? Yeah, you keep going in and out. 
yeah, I I'm can sorry. hear you. It's okay. Um, you, you talk about a snowball effect on on commits. Uh, two questions, Matt. How like is this going to be a full class for Indiana, and how high can this class climb in the rankings? I believe they're sitting at forty nine or fifty right now. As far as how many they'll take, it's probably still kind of a moving target because of the free year, because of COVID. Um, so you know that that's probably still kind of to determine. Uh, you know, as high as I can get some of these guys I've talked about, you you may be talking about a top twenty-five class in Indy. So the down to twenty-five. But yeah, I think it'll be at least over 20, 20 to 12. But um, I, I think this has got to be a chance to be top 25, top 30 class, you know, one of the best ones that Indiana's ever had and, and finish in the top, you know, five or six in the, in the Big Ten, if not higher. That'd be, uh, that'd be pretty amazing. Uh, TJ, any, any closing questions, remarks? <clears throat> I, I just, I think it is incredibly exciting. Uh, I know that there's, a lot of optimistic feelings surrounding the basketball program, which is, you know, I think warranted at this point in time and certainly, you know, a long time coming, uh, hopefully results follow as well. Um, but, you know, I, I do think it's important not to lose sight of how important uh, one, the McCullough commitment is, but two, the possibilities that exist in the month of June for Indiana football. Uh, it, it's, it's really exciting to look at these guys that are coming in on visits, look at their offer list. I don't know anything about them as players. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't dive into highlight films of, of most guys and understand what's going on, but uh, you look at the offer list and you know, well, that that's some really quality programs going after this kid and Indiana's right there with them and has a chance to pull them in if they can get them in on those official visits in June. And I think it's really exciting to think about the possibilities, knowing what this staff has done with the guys we already have on the squad. So uh, a lot of optimism to be had. And then, Matt, you mentioned uh, a lot of different positions. One that I think is still seems to me up in the air is what's going to happen at running back. Uh, a lot of question marks at the position currently. Uh, I think they like the group that they have, but still some, certainly some unknowns. You're bringing in a couple of freshmen uh, and then you're bringing back, you know, Samson James and Tim Baldwin, but uh, you always have to build for the future with that position. Any thoughts on what Devlin McCullough's hire uh, means for that position in terms of recruiting, or is it still far too early to tell what kind of impact that will have with him as the position coach? Based on what he did before, I, I don't think recruiting will be a problem. I think the hardest thing to pin down is, you know, who will be his targets because he's been out of college for three years. If he would have been coming from another college, you could kind of kind of pinpoint who his targets yeah. are because he, you just look at guys he was recruited at his previous stop. So I think that's the biggest thing. He just offered a kid from uh, IMG. I think it's Katron Allen. Um, I think that was today or yesterday. You know, we'll see where that goes. I think he's got a crystal ball to Alabama. So obviously you're really fighting with some big boys on him. But, you know, it, it – you know, the one good thing about him coming in this year, there's no seniors at running back. You're not due to lose anybody. And obviously the transfer portal can change that. But um, right now it's not a huge need position. And you're bringing in two, two guys um, 
who look like they got a chance to be pretty good. Now, Trent Howland's coming off. A, he tore his ACL back in October playing basketball. So he's probably going to be more of like a redshirt guy this upcoming year. But, you know, it's not a huge need position. And then, obviously, Davion Irvin Poindexter had a great spring. Charlie Spiegel's another walk-on who could, you know, who's been in the mix. So, you know, you can be you can be really, really patient and take your time and try to find the guy that you want for this upcoming class. And, and it may just only be one guy because of the numbers. Uh, well, Matt, we lost you again. Guys, he had and turn. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. We lost you again. I'm sorry. Uh, so who else? I think we lost you right after Charlie Spiegel. Um, but who else might they bring in at that, that position uh, you were talking about? Well, I, I just said, you know, Dylan McCall is not going to worry about rankings. And Can you guys still hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to worry about rankings and that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously he's going to go after good guys. But Divine Redding was a highly recruited guy, highly ranked guy, and he brought him in and turned him into – you know, a thousand yard rusher and had a great career. So to me, you know, he, he knows what he's looking for. He's more interested in a certain kind of guy and what he, and, and what he can do. And then he'll bring him in and coach him up and turn him into a, 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 a really good big 10 back. All right. Well, TJ, thanks for hopping on with us and, and co-hosting Matt. Thanks for, for joining us and, and talking about a big recruiting weekend for IU. Um, do you have any, what's one last thought, uh, from you heading into, um, you know, the month of May and then uh, into June, which is, you know, hopefully you get some sleep in May because June looks to be a busy month for you. Yeah, I guess my thought is, is do some of these guys who are Indiana's in great shape with after this Desan McCullough commitment, does this, like I said, I've been hearing that guys are, the action starting to pick up a little bit. Do you start getting some early commits that maybe they were going to wait? That, that's my thought right now. And it'll be interesting to see what, what the next month, and well, not just next month, but the next couple months brings for IU football recruiting. All right. Thank you very much, Matt. Thanks, TJ. Um, that does it for today's uh, episode of the Hoosier Huddle podcast. You can check us out at HoosierHuddle.com. Follow us on um, Twitter as well, at Hoosier underscore Huddle. Matt does terrific work for Pigs.com. Uh, we'll be back with more Indiana football news and college football news as we go out uh, throughout the summer. Uh, as always, TJ and I will do our conference previews and and picks for every conference uh, that plays FBS football uh, as well. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Have a great uh, rest of your evening. Thank you. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. 
Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.